0: So I'm at OR Snowshow, and I'm in the Dragon booth, and I'm kind of excited because I've lost track a little bit of Dragon, and I'm sitting with the new brand director, and can you introduce yourself?
1: Yes, my name is Lauren Makovsky. I'm happy to be sitting here, go through what's happening at Dragon.
0: Yeah, because I've been hearing that you guys have a lot new going on. A lot
1: of stuff, a yeah. lot of stuff. So
0: tell, tell everyone how long have you been at Dragon, and where were you before?
1: Um, I, so I moved out to San Clemente uh, about a year and a half ago in July 2017. I've been with Marshawn, our parent company, for about 10 years. I used to manage the other proprietary brands. Um, so yeah, it came out a year and a half ago. It's been nonstop, but excited for everybody to start seeing all the new product categories that we have to launch and some of the new marketing campaigns that are coming up.
0: Well give us a flavor of like what are some changes that have happened in the last year?
1: so i guess the first biggest thing that we did was look at our brand foundation so dragon has grown very carefully over the last 25 years has been very successful but um has been mostly uh focused on the the core action sport category so even in the snow side it's been very snowboard focused where we might have lost track with the scheme demographic um, so we really looked at the foundation and said who's dragon what do we want to stand for and the biggest thing that came out was we need to be a little bit more inclusive, show our creativity. A lot of our athletes are also artists. So we what is going to separate Dragon from our competitors? And that is something that we need to showcase throughout our product categories. Something else was just creating that positivity around the brand, that fusion of art and performance and just be more inviting. So the, we talk about the Dragon Alliance, but we want to invite you know not just our core athletes and ambassadors, but what we refer to as those outer rings, those image seekers, weekend warriors. So really starting to invite them in the brand and make them feel a part of something.
0: And how was business in the last year for you guys?
1: We, we actually did very well this year. We're excited to see what 2019 will bring. Uh, we were up over plan and over last year. We've also been focused on our global expansion. So our business in Australia is very strong in the sun category, continue to grow there. And also emerge in Asia and relaunch in Europe. Wow, that's yeah. a yeah. So it's been a lot. We did a, we had a great 2018, but I'm I'm hoping that 2019 with all the new product categories will really put us further. Uh, with 2018,
0: what what worked for you guys? Like what was what were your home runs?
1: Our major stories were our new goggle, the PXV. So it's actually our um, proprietary Panotech lens. It's got a 220 degree peripheral vision. So I think that it's most peripheral in the market. Um, That launched last SIA, so we saw great numbers in our snow business. Um, For sun, we launched three new styles, key styles, last September. We also added a new sun release. So previously, we only launched sun in March. We've added the September time frame, so we saw a big bump in our Q4 sun sales this year we have our entry level suns that are coming out. So what we noticed was we weren't playing in that $89 to $99 retail price point. So we're launching five new styles here at this show. And we actually participated in Surf Expo last, I think two weeks ago for the first time in five years. So we've gotten a really great response. Um, some key markets that we were focused on in 2018, like Florida, Virginia Beach, a lot of, along the East Coast. We saw a very large growth there. We, we hadn't had anybody down there really in a while. So, yeah, it was our snow, just really like focusing on those key areas that we haven't been in. And then I know that optical isn't really part of the action sports space, but we've relaunched all our optical collection, and we are coming out again in September, playing on what's made us so successful in our goggle space. So a lot of our graphics that you see in our goggles. You'll now see in our sun and optical collection. Interesting. We're also launching uh, unisex, which launched this past January. So what we found was 20% of our, I'm gonna say claims, cause we also get a lot of r- research from our optical parent company VSP, 20% of our business was actually female and we never had a real female offering. So we launched unisex this past January and we'll continue to focus on our female category going forward. I mean. I don't think we're going to do, like, pink cat eyes, but uh, that's not the dragon chick. <laughs> and are you talking optical right now? Optical and sun. And sun. So yep. you didn't have any female-specific sun? Nothing. Nothing. And I mean, there's some shapes that could work for female, but when it gets down to size and, and fit, that's where you run into trouble if a female does want to wear that, that frame. So we're really just focusing on unisex for now. And then in September, we'll launch new female sun styles.
0: That's exciting. And optical. Yeah. And so you keep hinting at these new categories. Can you give us any idea about those? So
1: coming this fall, we are relaunching our XP collection. I'm sure everyone remembers it. It was from a few years ago. So it has um, our glacier, glacier, (laughs) we call it, glass, terra, which is our trail. So we'll have interchangeable um, lenses for mountain biking, trail running, the mountaineer, which will be our glacier glass. It has a category four lens. It'll be used for like you know, snowshoeing or when you're walking up to the mountain and then the water category. So that's basically playing on our H2O story, but it incorporates a floatable leash. And if anybody remembers, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. The leash in the past did not float. It now floats. <laughs> <laughs> so we are relaunching the XP collection. We're also launching Lumalens Sun. So Lumalens is our... Um, goggle lens story which we also launched luma lens photochromic last year previously we worked closely with transitions but we wanted to bring it into our luma lens story we came out with a proprietary photochromic lens so now we'll have luma lens in our goggles sun and photochromic category unisex and female will continue in 2019 and then we're also launching a small um, ANSI z87 collection for that military exchange Safety eyeglass. And then what else? What else? Oh, we also all of our injected sun will be made of a caster-based, eco-friendly material. So we're moving all of our production into that. Wow. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff I going gonna on. I was going to say, that's um, a lot of initiatives for and one and We're year. also working on a signature sunglass with Rob Machado. So we actually took the resin from his... Boards the inspiration, and we'll be launching that in our Sun and Optical collection in September. Oh, nice! So we got a lot of good stuff coming.
0: Yeah, tell me a little bit about why you added that September um, date, so release know, date, date. Yeah,
1: so our we would split our Sun release because, as I mentioned, uh, Australia is a very big market for us. So they would launch everything in in September, and then in the US we would launch in March. From a pure marketing reason, it was hard to, especially nowadays with the internet and social, if you have your core PMI stories, how do you hold them? How do you launch in Australia and hold them back from the US? So it initially started with, why don't we launch our major story at once? And then what was always tricky for me is most territories in in California and Florida, Virginia Beach, it's sun season year round. So why don't we refresh our, offer our, you know, or offering and put out a little bit more smaller, more frequent releases to catch that end of year. So, and it's proven to be somewhat successful. Yeah, (laughs) And we have a lot coming this fall, so let's see.
0: Yeah, that sounds interesting. And tell, you know, for people who don't know Marshawn, can Mm. you just tell us a little bit about the company, what it's like and how closely you are working with them?
1: Sure, so, I still manage the optical side of the business, so that still sits in New York with Marshawn. But Marshawn was founded in 1983, I believe. Yeah. Um, We have the license for major eyewear brands um, like Nike. Nike was actually signed on with Marshawn because of our proprietary Flexon material, which we're launching in Dragon in March 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We have licenses for Chloe, Ferragamo. We have design centers in New York City, Italy, Japan, um, we have offices all over the globe. Our headquarters are in Amsterdam and New York. Um, The the biggest thing about Marshan also is that we're owned by VSP, which is the largest optical insurance. So the biggest advantage we have there is we have 90 plus, I think it's 90 million members that have VSP insurance. So we have access to speak directly to those individuals they do all carry VSP insurance, so they'll get uh, additional benefits for purchasing, let's say, a Dragon frame, where we can speak to them a lot more. Um, what am I looking for? Are my companies. F- companies, <laughs> you know, with Lux and Safalo. Um, so yeah, and, I, and really, Dragon is one of the most interesting brands that Marchand has, not only because it is a proprietary brand for them, but it has the most potential to have that consumer reach. It's so interesting. Whenever you, I mean, we show up at BSP, it's an insurance campus. I'm not, they get so excited when they hear the dragon teams on campus. They're fully behind it. Everybody wants a goggle. They love the soft goods. So it is definitely a major focus for Marchand to invest in the brand and, and grow. in years so, to come. So do you think they knew what to do with it at first? Um, I think they relied... So, Will stayed on up until, like, last year. So, it was a great resource to be able to have him stay with the company and work back with Marshawn. I think especially the goggle business was something completely new. It was it was something outside of what we normally have. So, And also with the sport specialty accounts, I think it was something new. We're used to just, like, that big box retail. We work with Nordstrom and, you know, Bloomingdale's, but... I think, yeah, I think maybe it was a bit of a struggle at first. It takes a little time. They say it takes like about five years for it to the dust to settle and everyone to kind of like find their footing. But I definitely think that it was helpful having Will. And I think that now, more than ever, we're in a good position with Marshawn. Marshawn understanding why Dragon needs to operate a little bit differently outside of their normal scope. And Dragon also working within a larger organization. I think we've finally found the right balance. It takes a while, but it's definitely we're in a good spot. Yeah,
0: no, <laughs> yeah. that that's. I think right. it had
1: some growing pains at first, but it's, it's typical. Yeah.
0: But they aren't—they aren't a company that buys and sells. They buy to no, hold, right? They buy
1: it and hold it, and yeah. they want to continue to invest. And I think that um, I think they really want to understand. Dragon, I don't... Marshawn was never the company that wanted to come in and, and have Dragon just become part of a, a larger corporation and, you know, have that iron fist. That we're not going to do this anymore. You're going to lose your identity within the space. I think that's probably what took a little bit longer. It's like, how do we behave with one another without somebody just coming in and almost, like, bullying the situation? Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, Marshawn is, is not a buyer and seller. And, and most of our, I mean, Nike has been one of our brands since 1997. A lot of our, Calvin Klein is still with us. That was the first brand that Marchand had licensed back in, I, I might be speaking a little out of time, but maybe 93. So it's really about relationships. And if anyone sees that we're also investing a lot in our kind of like grassroots marketing at Dragon. So we just got a new van. We understand that we the way to grow is to just be out there. Um, we had the free ride electric cars in Huntington Beach. We had a we just had a charter bus that was taking individuals from New York City up to Killington. So they. They understand that the investment also looks a little different from what it does in the optical space. Now, is this your first no-show? This is my second.
0: Your second. Okay, so what my do you second think of this?
1: Is, I, I love it. There's so much energy here. It's so different from optical in that sense. Um, but, yeah, it's great. I love it. And the booths are pretty... uh, Intriguing. Yeah, they're interesting, aren't (laughs) they? Yeah, definitely. They do a good job here, I think,
0: some of the outdoor companies especially.
1: Yeah, no, it's definitely fun. I didn't have a chance to get down to Surf Expo, but I'll try to get down next year. We'll also be um, participating in the OR summer event. That's where we're going to launch our cross-performance collection. Oh, nice. Okay.
0: Yeah, it was nice to see you guys at Surf Expo. Yes. I was like, wow, I haven't seen them here for a while. (laughs)
1: like, what's that... Rub the dust off. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's
0: great. Well, thank you. Thank you for talking yes, to me. Thank you so much. And I look to uh, forward to talking to you more in the future. Yes, absolutely. Okay, thank thanks. you.